Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes yo from the Dave Campbell's Texas football bunker in an undisclosed tundra, it is Texas football today, a show that is thawing. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas football magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or I guess we're the only two right now. Um, so don't ask for too much. (laughs) You're watching. Yeah. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor. (coughs) Oh my God. Of your choice. Either way. Thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. As we power through, um, this, this winter storm has a name. I didn't know that they named it. What's its name? I think it's like Yuri winter storm. Yuri. Ew. Yeah. I don't like Yuri. How about that? Oh. I don't like her. Uh, either way. Anyway, I'm sitting over here uh, in, in this domicile, sitting over there in her, um, or over there, I should say, in her um, <laughs> palatial estate. Uh, she's about to hop on a plane to Cancun. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Hello. Yeah. 87 on the beach is sounding real good right now. <sighs> Today is <laughs> Thursday, February 18th, 2021. I'm going to move on before I say something I regret. 280 mm-hmm. days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1110. 1110. This is the Denny Walling episode. On today's show, friends, we got some headlines. We are going to talk a little bit of football uh, about some things going on around the state. Normally, we do headlines on Monday. Uh, today is Today's our Monday. So <laughs> we're going to do some headlines, uh, some news and notes. From around the state uh and then back half of the show uh look we're, we're going to talk big weather we're going to talk about what this week has been like we want to hear from you in the comments what has your week been like um and um you know because we're all kind of going through this together i think that that yeah sadly uh for 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 not good reasons texas is kind of the center of uh the 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 news world right now and so we'll talk a little bit about what this week our our own personal experiences we would hear from you what your personal experiences this is uh consider this your 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 little way of of, of uh sharing your story we can all commiserate on how much the cold sucks so we can we can talk about that coming up here uh, back half the show get in the comments and let's know yeah when you were talking about being confused on days you'll get a kick out of this our 
web guy, we've talked about him before, William Wilkerson, he uh, last week had sent me a list with each day of graphics that he needed from me. So every day I wake up and I make the graphics that he needs for the day and then I send them over to him. And I realized today once I got on, I was like, well, I made those graphics yesterday. Why in the world? I completely thought yesterday was Thursday and then made the wrong graphics. So today I was like, hey, here's the one from yesterday since uh, didn't quite get you the ones you needed. Time has this is, no meaning. <laughs> this is a big time is a flat circle week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is in fact Thursday. Um, and it feels like because it's not going to really get warm enough to make a difference until mm-hmm. Saturday, it sure feels like today should be like, some or some Tuesday or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and anyway, and you know Will too. He was there. like, he didn't say, "Hey, dummy, those are the wrong graphics." He goes, "Thanks, really appreciate it," and then just switch yeah. stuff around. <laughs> so, thanks, yeah, Will. Of course. <laughs> um. All right. For, do we have first four through the door? A very special Frozen edition of first four through the door. Yes, it was Tony Blaylock, Ryan Smigga is what he he sure. put a pronunciation crowd uh, for me and Love Rob it. Hathaway and Daniel Agnew. So welcome in Frozen fellas. Welcome in friends. All right, let's get some headlines, some football. We'll talk a little football around the state. Not a ton to talk about. There were a number of games that were canceled, college football games. Remember, there's actually still college football because even though we're having the, the weather uh, thing, just just remember that whenever we get done with the weather, all we gotta do is deal with the, the, the pandemic. Uh, so that's that's good. Um, it's cool. So there were a number there were a number of games that got canceled. A lot of I want to say a lot of the D three games got canceled last week um, mm-hmm. for uh, for college football across the state of Texas. Uh, but one game that did happen uh, that I think had a lot of people's attention. It was Saturday night, uh, as the weather was really getting getting uh, cold in in Stephenville, uh, Tarleton. Uh, played their first ever Division One football game. If you remember, uh, they are making the move from the Lone Star Conference up to Division One. They are playing as an FCS independent this year, uh, and then next year they will be joining the WAC. Uh, and so, uh, or and by next year I mean next season, which will be in the fall. It's a whole thing, uh, but uh, they had their first ever Division One game on uh, Saturday, and I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. The early part of this did not look good. Uh, they're playing McNeese State, and and uh, McNeese State jumped out to a ten nothing lead. By the way, the head coach of McNeese State is uh, is Frank Wilson, yep, um, former UTSA. UTSA head coach. Um, so McNeese State jumps out to a ten nothing lead, and I'll be honest, I was like, well. There is a large gap between Division Two and Division One, and I wonder if Tarleton is realizing that. But instead, they made this really fantastic, uh, you know, uh, this really fantastic um, uh, comeback, and and really took control of this game. After that, uh, Braylon Bridges, their running back, was fantastic in this game. Uh, they they were really rock solid throughout the course of this game, and I would say the word, and you can read a, a nice recap of it. For, uh, from our own Corey Hogue on TexasFootball.com. Uh, I would say that it was like a surprising level of play from Todd Witten's company, or Todd mm-hmm. Witten's squad. This was a team that um, re- that, that ended up getting taken. They, they took a, a – um, McNeese ended up coming back from a 14-point deficit late in the fourth quarter and beat them in double overtime. 
Um, and look, I'm not here to tell you that um, that Tarleton State or Tarleton rather should be pleased with uh, moral victories because I don't think that's what they want to do. But I will say I, I know they exceeded my expectations in their first Division one game. Um, I, I think I think that is a pretty common thought among college football people is, okay, Tarleton State, like you made that leap and you didn't go out there and, and look overmatched. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went out there and, and ended up, you know, taking what's a, a decent McNeese State team um, and ended up going to double overtime with them. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to and, like. I think, I, again, obviously you'd like to come away with a, with a W, but uh, but in lieu of a W, I think that this was this was a really, really nice result there for Charles. I was going to say, too, not only first Division One game in February, in cold weather, during a global pandemic, I feel like that adds a little more to that first Division One, you know, plate that you have there. Mm-hmm. And they went out there and they did the thing. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was really fantastic, and and I thought that there's a lot a lot of positives to take from it. You know, obviously you want to put it in the in in the left hand column, but uh, because you couldn't do that, uh, but I think that this was a really important first step for Tarleton, and I think a, a sign of really good things to come that mm-hmm. they're not going to walk into Division One and suddenly just be just this lay down this cellar dweller right from the beginning. So I thought there's a lot to like there. What happened last Saturday? in Stephenville. Speaking of college football, um, news that came down uh, yesterday uh, was that the NCAA has extended the recruiting dead period uh, through for all sports through May 31st. So May 31st, the end of May. Um, So that means that the last Boy, I want to say the last time that, that, that you were able to have in-person uh, recruiting. Boy, howdy. I mean, it's definitely it's, it's going to go more than a year. Um, and and obviously, you know, that's one thing that, that we di- we dived into with Greg Powers, our recruiting analyst, is the impact of not having in-person recruiting um, on the kind of recruiting world. But but there will be no in-person recruiting through the end of May. Um, and that is, uh, certainly noteworthy, you know, as, yeah. as we kind of gear up, we, we close the book on the class of 2021, we gear up for the class of 2022. Um, they are going to have a truncated timetable as well. Um, as, uh, as the, the dead period will extend it through May 31st. Um, yeah, uh, that's been in place since the coronavirus pandemic began last March. So there you go. All right. Uh, I, I want to, uh, uh, direct you to a story on ESPN.com. Uh, Dave Wilson has written a story. Uh, that I think is really good about SMU's recruiting um, and their their focus on the DFW area, um, and it focuses a lot on Rashad Samples, who of course we we know as kind of being their uh, their receivers coach and kind of their ace recruiter. Kind of dives into his story and how it ties into um, what SMU was able to um, what SMU was able to, uh, to to do and how they've kind of changed the culture there of recruiting, uh, kind of hyper local recruiting uh, a lot of it comes back to the fact that when Rashad samples was at um, skyline as a you know playing for his dad um, that he felt like he should have been a priority for um, for, for SMU that basically um, he, he said that SMU assumed he wouldn't want to play there and didn't pursue him now you know he was a four-star guy 
Um, he had offers from Ohio State, from Texas, from A&M, from, from Notre Dame, uh, and stuff like that. But he kind of felt that it was a mistake for them not to uh, to focus on him. And that goes back to the June Jones era. And June Jones is, I think, a relatively controversial figure for his time there at SMU. It's a really good read about how kind of Rashad Samples has helped to transform uh, Sonny Dykes' staff and what they've been able to do. Of course, we had Coach Dykes on uh, last week and talked with him, but I think this is a great, a great follow-up if you kind of want to dig more into it. But it's by Dave Wilson up on ESPN.com. Uh, it's called, uh, the, the headline is, Led by Star Recruiter Rashad Samples, SMU is a Destination on the Rise. So make sure you check that out on ESPN.com. Finally, speaking of coaches, speaking of coaching moves. So last, last week, um, we talked a, about our friend uh, Marco Regalado the uh, Northwest Eaton assistant coach who was leaving to take a job on the staff as a recruiting analyst, more or less, uh, at Washington State, going from Texas high school coaches, uh, Texas high school assistant coach to P5 uh, college football staff, pretty big leap. Let's talk about another leap, okay? Uh, And this came down earlier this week uh, that uh, Houston Strake Jesuit is looking for a head coach. Uh, because uh, Clay Kubiak is leaving. Clay Kubiak uh, is is uh, leaving there. Uh, his his um, he was there for three years. They went twenty four and eleven. Uh, Strake, of course, made. I, I want to say they were, ran to the regional semifinals uh, back in two thousand and nineteen. They were the team that beat Beaumont Westbrook in twenty nineteen. That was kind of kind of sent some some shockwaves through there. But Clay Kubiak is leaving Houston Strake Jesuit uh, to join the staff of the San Francisco 49ers. Um, he is making the leap from Texas high school football coach uh, to NFL. Uh, he's going to be a defensive quality control analyst for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, there is a, a tie here. You may recognize the last name, Kubiak. His dad mm-hmm. is Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak um, was the head coach in Houston when Kyle Shanahan, who's now the head coach at these uh, 49ers, was his wide receivers coach. So there is a connection between the Shanahan family and the Kubiak family. Uh, And so they have drawn in Clay Kubiak uh, to be a defensive quality control analyst uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. So congratulations to Coach Kubiak. Uh, And uh, and Houston Strake Jesuit is now open. So um, I was surprised when Uh, I saw that one. I thought I... I thought I read it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you don't see that a lot. You don't see a lot of. I mean, there are obviously guys who have coached in the high school ranks that have gone on uh, to uh, to coach in in the NFL, right? That mm-hmm. that has happened. But to go straight from Texas high school football coach to NFL staff is mm-hmm. pretty rare. So uh, congratulations to uh, to Coach Clay Kubiak as he is uh, heading off to San Francisco. And those are some headlines. Of course, you can find uh, complete coverage of Texas high school football and Texas college football at texasfootball.com. We're Texas football today. We're here, allegedly, every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Uh, please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, do that. All right, Pickle. Uh, let's talk about, uh, I would say, the, the, st- the story, at least the story in the state, uh, I, would, I would argue 
I think it's led the national news like the past couple of days. It has. Um, it's it's big news across the nation, and that is of course uh, big weather. Uh, we've yep. got big weather. We've got a, a winter storm. We've got record low temperatures. We've got uh, snow. We've got ice. We've got power outages. We've got uh, water problems. We've got a lot of things. And, um, you know, uh, 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 one thing that strikes me, it seems like everyone is kind of having a different kind of experience here. There's no one size fits all. I think everyone, I mean, 99% of Texans are affected in some way uh by this uh whether it's just cold outside and you're not able to go to work or you know you're having busted pipes you're having um you know power you're you're you know you you don't have water and things like that um i'll tell you a little bit about uh my story but first i want to hear what your week has been like nicole um so i have been lucky with power I am actually on Mm. the same grid as a hospital, so I have had consistent power, which is something that I'm beyond thankful for. Water, totally different story. Um, I did have, I did not have a pipe burst, but there was one in my building that burst. Luckily, it did not affect me, but it did affect water as a whole. Finally got water back, and now we're under a boil water notice. Um... I have been relatively lucky. My parents were without water for or water or power for almost as long as step. They were in the 40 mm-hmm. hour range or um, it was less than step, but 40 50 hour range. Um Goof is sitting on my couch right now because he had a his adjoined apartment uh the sprinkler system busted, so the fire department kicked him out last night. Um, we're not sure yet if there's damage in his apartment, but he is here safe and currently watching the show from the couch. So not near as bad as some people, but not necessarily fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of seems like that's, that's the, that's, you know, that, that's a similar situation for us. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday night, Valentine's Day. Um, I, if, if you can remember back that far, um, I made, uh, my wife a lovely dinner. It was, it was, it was delicious. It grilled some steaks. It's great. Nice. And we were like, oh, you know what? It's going to, it's going to snow tonight. It's going to be nice. It's going to be relaxing. And, and I think, I think a lot of Texans went into this thinking like, oh, a couple snow days. We have a couple snow days. It'll be it'll be fun. It'll be nice. You know, yeah, you know, you can't really go anywhere, but, uh, you know, hey, we don't get snow very often. This will be fun. Uh, we woke up on Monday morning and we had no water uh, anywhere in our house uh, mm-hmm. at all. No running water at all. Um, and obviously that's a concern. Uh, we did not have uh, a ton of uh, water in the house, like bottled water. Uh, the weird thing, and, 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 and by the way, if anybody's a plumber, I'll tell you the whole situation. You can tell me what, what, what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. The weird thing is that we didn't have water anywhere. 
And yet, but we kept we've kept power the whole time because we're in a similar situation as you. We're on the grid. There's a hospital right down the street, right. and so we're on the grid with them. So we kept power. We kept power the entire time. And my wife is a um, she's a Midwesterner, so she's been through this before. She goes when it gets really cold, you got to open up your cabinets mm-hmm. so underneath the sinks. If you didn't know this, this is I think yeah. something everybody knows now, so that the hot air can get in and keep those pipes warm. And, and and it strikes me as very odd that we have no water anywhere in our house, anywhere, like not just one spot, but it's frozen another place, anywhere right. in our house, despite the fact that we never lost power, that to me, and I'm hoping this is the case because it would save, hopefully save me, you know, a pipe bus. Uh, yeah. Um, my hope is that it's, it's somewhere outside the house, mm-hmm. somewhere like the feed line um froze or something like that we do have neighbors who have water but um but you know it's 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 a bizarre situation we haven't really figured out we have turned off the water on the main and stuff like that good there's that um but uh so monday uh, morning i hop in the car and i drove over to the local grocery store and i picked up some jugs of water and i picked up some bottled water and stuff like that and we've had some very nice neighbors and we've been able to go and refill things so we're good on water if i look a mess it's because I've been taking jug showers, uh, which are cold and zero stars. Uh, not fun, but um, in any case, we've been without water, but we have kept power the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, internet has gone in and out, yeah. uh, mostly out. Uh, we got it back consistently last night, and my guess is that our internet provider's um, substation, whatever you want to call it, they were part of the rolling blackouts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, we've had enough food. Um, you know, all things considered, I consider myself pretty darn lucky that, oh, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, that would I prefer to have running water? Yes. Um, but I also think that there are a lot of people who have kind of, who've had it a lot, lot worse than, than, than mm-hmm. I think both of us that we've right. been able to stay warm my brother and his wife and um my niece who's two months old they ended up coming over and um and they stayed the night monday night because they lost power for about 48 hours and Mm -hmm. you know she's a baby and so she came over um and 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 we we hung out and hank got to meet his cousin for the first time because we've been staying away from them because of the other crisis uh so there's there's that but look you know overall i think that we're pretty lucky and and Mm -hmm. i know there are a lot of people out there who are suffering a lot of people out there who've had a really really rough week it does sound like it's getting better right now Mm -hmm. it sounds like we're on hopefully knock on wood furiously on the back end of this but um you know it's 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 a tough it's a it's a terrible situation um i think that we all learned a lot about our power grid this week um good bad and indifferent right Uh, i think we all learned a lot about um you know i don't know it's 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 one of those things that you don't think about until it's it's failing but you know in the end look i'll let, let me bring it back to sports here for a minute um it's a it's a pass fail situation like you know what I mean? Uh, I, I hate to say it, but like if you're a power grid um, and you're a situation like this, you're not allowed to have an off day. Pilots are not allowed to have an off day. Mm-mm. Right. Um, the, this is, you know, surgeons, surgeons are not allowed to have, have an off day. Yeah. If, 
yeah if you're a if you're a if you're a power grid you can't have this happen and and um i i hope that this will cause the state of texas and the powers that be to take a hard look at um at the failings uh because this you know there are a lot of people who are suffering and it's cost people lives and it's cost you know and and there's a big concern now about what's going to happen basically saturday saturday we're going to thaw out saturday's mm-hmm. going to you know i think across most of the state it's going to get a lot warmer um but how many pipes are going to burst right how many right. it's it's going to be a it's going to be a bad thing and um i don't know i don't know it's it's uh, like i said i consider myself lucky we're all healthy we're all fed we're, we've stayed warm but it's been it's been a terrible week for the state of texas I think, too, one other thing that this really, really, which in the past 12 months has been really put in a scope, but especially in a time like this, to check in on people. Like, mm-hmm. this was such a reminder to check in on people that you love that you maybe don't reach out to near enough. And it was one of those things, like, there was one point where my... I. I no cell service between me and my parents. I had no idea how they were. And it's just, it's one of those reminders that, yeah, it's like mentally, like, you know, people may have power, people may have this, but mentally maybe they're struggling a little bit. You know, it's hard. You don't have human interaction. You know, it's like, I didn't have human interaction for about five days. And it's like, remember to check in on people and that there's even bigger issues out there too than just, you know, maybe what their power situation just are you okay mentally how are you doing and i feel like this was just another reminder out of the past 12 months that things aren't always guaranteed so make sure to let people know you love them check in on them and make sure people are doing okay yeah it's it's been um it's been a wild week and and hopefully we're improving but i know that it hasn't necessarily been um, it has not been very easy for uh, for a lot of people uh, uh, around the state. Um, I'm interested. Uh, have have uh, do we have people in the comments who are telling us what happened with them? Because uh, you know, I, I I know we have kind of a wide swath of people from around the state that have been able mm-hmm. to that, that that watch this show. Yeah. So um, Daniel Agnew checked in and said that his apartment finally got power. Still no water, but he's got warmth, so that's good. Um, Landon Sam's coming in uh oh no daniel agnew again he said he went to his community pool uh for water to flush the toilet so there's a there's a hack if you have a community yeah. pool um Aaron well Flint's... and we've been we've been doing that we've been we've we've like i said we've been filling up coolers and jugs and stuff like that our neighbor's house have been very very helpful during this situation okay. and um and and we've we've had to um patents to some rules on flushing the toilet mm-hmm. um not going to go into them because it's a family show but i think you can imagine what they are uh, we're limiting our flushes because we don't have water. Uh, but talk about something you take for granted is the ability to just flush your toilet. That's, uh, that's, that's something hack. I didn't think I'd be dealing with. Yeah, another hack. Jake Garcia, who is a reporter down for KVU in mm-hmm. Austin, did toilet tricks yesterday. And another hack, if all things comes to worst, go outside and get snow and put it in your bathtub. And it'll eventually mm-hmm. melt if you have power. And it might be dirty water, but you're using it to flush a toilet. So you can put it in your tank and go. So worst comes to worst. Uh, Aaron Flynn said, we got lucky to not lose power, but I remember we lost Wi-Fi and cell service for half a day. Felt so weird having zero communication to the outside world, which was 
So yeah, true. I was. We were sitting there. We were sitting there, and, and the, the internet was out. And I was sitting there with my brother and my sister in law and, and, and my wife. And I was like, "So, what are we supposed to do? Like, talk? <laughs> like, Weird. I just like I would. Well, I and then that. like 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 proof of like proof of like um, you know, like habit is like I I would go and like you go to wash your hands and you just pull a tap and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's, nope. uh no water. It's not gonna work. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Tony Blaylock said he was without power for 36 hours, better than some since they had rolling blackouts until yesterday afternoon. Been up since then, fingers crossed. So things looking really good for yeah. Tony right now. Yeah. It sounds like in waking up this morning, kind of checking in on smart people who follow these things, uh, it sounds like things are improving. It sounds like um, they have gotten a lot of the important infrastructure back online. Uh, and so hopefully it'll only be in a positive direction, obviously until everybody's got everything back, it's, it's, it's a concern, but, but hopefully now we're on the back end of this thing and we can now just assess the damage and figure out how we can fix this going forward. Yeah, we've got some person named uh matt step he was out for 59 mm -hmm. hours mm -hmm. it got down to 41 degrees yeah. in the house tuesday night man Step, well, that hurt our mind for you you know it's 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 one thing and 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 look i i freely recognize that like the situation changes a little bit right mm -hmm. um the situation changed a little bit but like in the very beginning I think there was this notion from people outside or people who aren't from Texas who are like, <laughs> kind of fun to see Texans freak out about a little bit of cold weather. And it's like, I think now, hopefully, you you see that like, uh, yeah, look, are we are we are we wimps when it comes to cold weather? Yeah, probably. Like, are people from Michigan like you know going to be a little bit hardier when it comes mm -hmm. to, to dealing with snow and ice? Like, yeah. We're upset like, about 40 also, degrees I, and they're celebrating yeah, 40 degrees. That's, you know. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, and I get that and we can, you know, hey, sure, roast Texans, whatever, it's fine. But like, I think there was also this like idea of like, look, there's, there's a huge concern about like the infrastructure. Like we're not built for this. Like I, I'll give you a perfect example. Perfect example. It's something we in Texas take for granted. In major metro areas, you'll see these flyovers for highways. Like you've got these big where, where, where these, uh, where highways come together, you got these big halts flyovers, you know, here and there and stuff like that. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. These, mm -hmm. these, these, uh, roads that are way up in the air because we don't worry about them freezing over because mm -hmm. they just don't like that's That's a perfect example of like infrastructure that we don't deal with. We don't bury our water lines below the frost line. Right. Mm -hmm. Because why would we? We don't we don't we don't need to. Right. Um, you know, that's not even to get into, um, you know, the fact that like we don't have we don't have salt trucks. You know what I mean? Or no. we have like four of them. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> why would we use that on it? And so it's one thing to be like, oh, well, Texans are being wimps about about cold weather. And it's like, sure, I'll probably own that. I don't like cold weather. And now I really won't like cold weather. But I think it's another thing to recognize, like, there are major infrastructure issues that are going to put people in legit danger. And that's what you're mm -hmm. seeing here, especially when you're dealing with uh, not just like a little bit of snow. You're dealing with temperatures getting down into like low single digits. 
that is dangerous cold that we just legit like the the things that we own and operate are not built for that we we are we cannot operate we get paralyzed by that because of you know because we don't need it because it's you know it's a once in a lifetime type thing and and when it happens it can be dangerous right and that's like someone just brought up a good point here that it's almost vice versa that the northern states a lot of times they have a problem handling if there's a big heat wave that comes in and i know like i went overseas to study abroad one time and they obviously don't have like over in london they don't have acs in their house they don't have any of that we were there during one of like a historic heat wave and it was miserable to some of the tubes were shutting down and stuff like that and it's like it's the same comparison (laughs) right exactly right and and you know it's it's one of those things that that when these things happen you you need to think more than just like um you know it's 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 deeper than just being uncomfortable. Like it can be really dangerous, and and I think you're seeing that with the power outages and the things like that. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's. I think it's hopefully been an eye-opening, uh, uh, you know, situation for the powers that be that recognize that that we need to have safeguards against things like this happening. Um, and and you know, look, I think that the, you know this is one of those things that you know I started hearing that it was going to get super cold like last Monday. Last Monday, my mom was like, oh, I don't know if you've seen the weather because she's retired and she watches the news now. Um, and so, oh, but, but she was like, it's going to get really cold this weekend. And I, I also think, look, I plain and simple, I think there needs to be better messaging. You know, I think that there needs to be people who are like, hey, listen, because we don't, you know, look, how many people knew when I said the thing of like opening the opening the uh, the cabinets underneath your sinks? How many people like legit just didn't know it because like we just like we've never needed it? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. Uh, There's so many. Like the toilet trick, I would not have thought about yeah. going and putting snow in my bathtub for that. Now, there right. are certain things where you sit there and you think like, okay, if we're conserving energy, we need to take these plugs out because they don't need to be plugged in. Or you think like, oh, there's mm-hmm. been some water issues. I'm going to fill up some stuff and and leave it there. But it's like, yeah, there's a bunch mm-hmm. of those that you just don't think about. You know. It's been a wild week, and, and I, I certainly hope, uh, you know, that, that, that everyone out there is no worse for the wear and that, that we're able to get through this and finish this this nonsense off. But now when you guys hear me complain about cold weather, you, you'll you know it's not just because I, I think cold weather stinks. Cold weather does stink, but it's also uh, not fun in, in this regard as well. Hold on one second. Let me do one thing. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I hope we're getting a Hank appearance here. Yeah, I figure we can we can end this show with a, on a positive. This is what note. the people really want. Um, so we'll go to final thoughts. If you got any final thoughts, come here, buddy. Are you still in jammies? Is I want to see Hank's jammies. <laughs> come here, buddy. You still in your jams? Come here, big boy. Arrgh. Oh right. look, Thanks hi, Hank. Can you say hi? Can you wave to Ashley? <laughs> hi. Wave your hand. Can you wave? Hi, Hank. Good oh, there Good it is. Wave in. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending. Like I just grabbed a pacifier back to me. It's gonna do it <laughs> for us. Done. Thanks for spending a little here with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebookcom campbells Follow us on Instagram, instagramcom campbells and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Rashid Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please make your Player of the Year trophy. Be safe, stay warm. We'll try to do this again tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Oh, that's it.